Chapter Twenty of the Tale of Old Mr. Crow by Arthur Scott Bailey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Old Shoes for New. Old Mr. Crow was too proud to admit that the shoe Jimmy Rabbit was pulling upon his right foot was too small for him, but he would have objected to be sure had he known that it was the left shoe he would have objected likewise when jimmy crammed his left foot into the right shoe a few minutes later but mr crow only knew that his feet already ached now just stand on them jimmy rabbit said at last and mr crow stood up now walk a bit the shoe merchant continued but mr crow could not walk he hobbled a short distance and then he sank down with a groan they don't hurt you do they jimmy rabbit asked him and mr crow shook his head he thought he could do that truthfully what he felt was far worse than a mere hurt it was torture that was certainly what it was of course jimmy rabbit knew what the trouble was or part of it at least he knew mr crow's toes were doubled up inside the shoes and it was on the tip of his tongue to suggest that mr crow that he have his toes cut off but a better way soon occurred to jimmy rabbit i know you'll find these shoes very comfortable after they're finished he told mr crow finished mr crow exclaimed do you mean to say they're only partly made there's just one more thing to do to them jimmy rabbit explained the holes haven't been cut in them yet holes said mr crow what holes why the holes for your toes of course jimmy rabbit answered maybe you didn't know that shoes are to be worn like that this summer it makes them much cooler in hot weather well mr crow liked the idea he said so too he certainly couldn't wear the shoes as they were and if everybody else was going to wear shoes with toe holes he didn't want to be behind the times but he hadn't seen anybody with shoes made after that fashion and he told jimmy rabbit as much ah said jimmy rabbit quite true you'll be the first in pleasant valley mr crow you'll set the fashion instead of following it better be first than last you know old mr crow agreed to that so he let jimmy rabbit cut as many holes in the shoes as he had toes that made four holes in each shoe and then mr crow thrust his toes through the holes to his great delight he could walk with ease and comfort and he was about to leave the store when jimmy rabbit stopped him haven't you forgotten something he asked i don't think so mr crow replied yes you have jimmy rabbit insisted you've forgotten your bill mr crow looked at him in amazement and then he felt of his face none of your tricks young man he cried my bill is right where it belongs how could i forget it 
I should like to know. You don't understand, said Jimmy Rabbit. What I mean is this. You haven't paid me for the shoes. Oh, said Mr. Crow, and he looked away quickly. Well, you may keep my old shoes. I'm sure that's a fair exchange. And he pretended to be surprised when Jimmy Rabbit did not agree with him. Your old shoes are full of holes, Jimmy objected. I don't want them. And there Mr. Crow had him. These shoes I have on are full of holes, too, he declared. And if one hole isn't just as good as another, then I may as well go back to school again. And with that, he stalked angrily away. As it happened, old Mr. Crow had never been to school in his life. But he thought the remark sounded well, and it seemed to keep Jimmy Rabbit quiet. He couldn't think of a thing to say until long after Mr. Crow had gone. And then it was too late. End of chapter 20 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.